So get it started, Opening. Keith. We're recording. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get this started. <laughs> Hey everybody, that's right, this is a podcast, That Sounds Funny. Uh, this is going to be the week of November 2nd, 2001. Uh, we are starting season two with episode one, which is actually episode 53, if you're going to count the whole shebang. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister, telling it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Terry and Jill. And we'd like to start off with what's new. Does anyone have a question? And I actually have a couple of things. I probably have a bunch of things to talk about for a change. <laughs> yeah, you started off then. <laughs> well, um, the thing I have on my notes is uh, we have a grandson that's here. He's seven years old. And um, all about a week or so ago, my oldest son was visiting because he had to have doctor appointments. It's just easier to have him stay here uh, to drive him to St. Louis and back than it is to drive all the way an hour away to Effingham and then two hours back to St. Louis. Uh, but while he was here, he wanted to get a snack from the local mini mart. And he was going to walk down and he was going to be nice and get the grandkids each a little snack. And my seven-year-old grandson says, I want nuts. And so my son says, what kind do you want? He says, you want peanuts? No, I want regular nuts. Regular nuts? What's that? Walnuts? No, regular. You mean mixed nuts? No, regular. Your nuts? <laughs> regular. Okay, kid, what kind's regular? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting confused here <laughs> what kind of nuts could it be and we're like i'm like hey just take him down there with you let him pick out the regular nuts because right now my curiosity is up i'm dying to know what kind of a nut is a regular nut <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes down to the store and he lets him pick out his own snack and he comes back and i'm like okay you gotta tell me what kind of nuts are regular nuts he goes i don't know he didn't get nuts he got a candy bar <laughs> <laughs> oh you kid you're not, still not, in suspense <laughs> good thing i'm you know, not a cat i'd be you know curiosity killed the cat suspense leave me hanging in suspense here wow the, the world still does not know <laughs> what kind of a nut a regular nut is but we know it's not peanuts or beer nuts or cashews or almonds or we, we named off everything we could think of. <laughs> so it would have to be one. He maybe just doesn't know. I, I'm, thinking it's, peanut. Just, I'm thinking it's probably salted peanuts. Circus food. peanuts. That's the one that you, we did, you didn't name off. Yeah. But I'm sure Circus. it's something common like that. And he just didn't know the name of it. Yeah. But that was just hilarious because every, everybody's like, what does he mean? <laughs> what in the show? It's a regular nut. Well, right. Uh, 
the other <laughs> the other uh, story about a grandson we have in the house, the voice of our podcast, who introduces our shows typically. Uh, there was one morning that uh, the kids found a dead mouse because we, we we had put uh, some mouse poison, and of course that's what happens to mice when they get into it. And they were like, oh, there's a mouse over here. Uh, it's dead. And it, it hadn't been dead for long because it, was, it wasn't all stiff or anything yet. And uh, they're like, oh, they were like try, trying to play with it, afraid to play with it. Like, don't, <laughs> don't play with the mouse. Just pick it up, throw it away. And even the little granddaughter, yeah, get some, some paper towel and you pick it up and throw it away. But, you know, the other two grandsons, nope, they're boys. <laughs> Ain't gonna play. The one little, the little one, the guy who, you know, the regular nut kid, <laughs> he, he was off work. Let's just, you know, put it in the trash and, and be done. But all, all of a sudden, uh, I, I hear from the kitchen, oh, what did you do? Uh, he, he cut off his head or something like oh. and And what the older grandson had done was he took a kitchen knife and decapitated the mouse oh gross he microwaved the mouse oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's just being a little vladdy impaler to the mouse <laughs> he put the mouse in the kitchen sink where it had water in with dishes in and so my wife's like oh, I gotta wash the dishes out of <laughs> oh wow what are you thinking of and so we have a little vladdy impaler here in the house now Going from dissection, yeah. We just have mouse particles in our house. That's all we find. We don't find anything. <laughs> the cats bring in pieces, huh? <laughs> yeah. Little cat snacks, huh? But yeah, that's well, a couple, that pizza a couple of instances for our pizza, I guess. Dead mouse toppings for the pizza. Ooh. <laughs> now, here's another one. It's just a, a bonus one. Last Friday, I had to go see the doctor. It was a scheduled uh, GI, upper GIs, run the scope down the throat kind of a thing. Fortunately, they, you know, they, they did the anesthetic, anesthetic and put me out. So all I know is I took a nap and woke up and it was all over with. But in the process, one thing, there was, you know, ask any questions about, you know, medications and whatnot. And they're like, hey, I'm the anesthesiologist. I'm here to put you out. Uh, do you ever have any reactions to anesthesia? I'm like, well, yeah, it always puts me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's supposed to. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, I could see before got, I went to sleep. Yeah. Like, of course, that's what it's supposed to do. Uh, the other thing there was when they got done. I mean, they, they I guess they have to analyze stuff. They said, "Hey, you have a what's it called? A hiatal hernia, which is a little opening in the." belly cavity to top and it allowed my stomach to go up through like the diaphragm area a little bit and i'm like oh well whatever i guess does it need to be fixed or what i don't know but, but that that discussion is yet to come but i kept i kept telling my wife said i know why why my stomach is so high because i'm so full of crap all the time it just pushes right up there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got the throw full of crap with a shot in my stomach way up fine. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't have acid reflux with all the crap I'm full of. 
But anyway, there's there's a, a triple heaping helping of what's been happening lately on my side. Oh, the crazy stuff happening at your house this week. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything happening crazy at my house. Oh, I, I got um, one more. Halloween's <laughs> over. Yep, Halloween's over. Thank Halloween goodness. Had, the kids had a pretty good haul on Halloween doing all the trunk retreats. Uh, but my 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 third one happened this this morning is of course before we start the podcast you want to take a nice healthy bathroom break so we can not have to suffer so much interruption in the middle and so I did and it seems like I said you know being full of crap and I kind of you know emptied that yeah you're empty. Yeah. Uh, my wife coming in next goes, oh, I got, I got to plunge the toilet. I'm like, and she made a comment about, I could tell you we eating a lot of chocolate cake. Like, you can how? <laughs> Is there like cake in the poop or something or what? <laughs> poop goes, yeah, it looks all chocolatey. Like, so that's that saying is right. Push the button, pull the chain, and that comes out the choo-choo train. Thought maybe your poop had icing on it. <laughs> I know that's, that's what I thought too. It came out like a little square birthday cake you with a candle it, all lit and everything. The bir- you know, bir- birthday candle. Candle lit, icing on it. Happy birthday, chocolate cake. Anyway. You must have had chocolate cake for your birthday. Um yeah, but I, I, I just I thought after she told me that I I had a piece of cake for breakfast this morning actually, but I'm sure it didn't pass through me that fast. Chocolate um, cake or chocolate? But I did before that. I, taste, make sure just taste it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's chocolate? Is it some other flavor? But I did have cake, but it was Sunday night, not not last night. So it's been a couple of days. So it's like, well, I guess I'd have time to pass through, but I don't see how <laughs> you can tell it was chocolate cake. Oh. You might be able to tell. I mean, a lot of times you can tell by certain things that you do eat. It oh. might give it a little different color. Yeah. Or the smell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, food beef that affects your poop smell, it ends up not smelling like the food that you ate. <laughs> it's right. got that similar smell, but it's got that other... I, I discovered when the kids were babies uh, and they would eat like, or, or drink like Welch's grape juice. Because you know, grape juice has, you know, a nice grapey smell, nice and, you know, grape-like and sweet. But man, when it came out as poop, well, it was, was green and nasty smelling. Every, watched, every time they had I, grape juice or grape jelly, it would do that. Like I watched wow. a movie once. I watched a movie once. I don't remember the name of it, but there was these two guys. There's, you know, uh, adl- uh, 20, 18, 20 years old or so, young guys, and they they would they they had to build. I don't know. It was just a part of the movie. They could. It, the movie wasn't about this. It was just a scene in the movie that they one guy would fart. And the other guy would just smell and go, oh, you had turkey and roast beef last night or something. And then, oh, you had some pork and some mashed potatoes. But I'd sit there and do that, you know, fart. Eat, and they could tell each other what they had to eat the day before. I go, you know, it's just a funny part of this movie. I just don't remember what movie that was. But, you know, just thinking of that. Yeah, well. I still have some leftover Halloween stories in my news and 
Yeah, I got a couple also Unless. that just popped up. <laughs> my 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 wife took my grandson to school. Around the way, they stopped to get me some pop tarts at the Dollar General. And they come back with a bag of these things. They're like they're called taquitos or something. Uh-huh. That's chip that's rolled oh, up and they're really rolled hot. Rolled up taco, yeah. And so he opens up the bag, and I go, "Those are those hot chips." He goes, "Yeah, I know." And, you know, he's only like eight years old. You're going to eat one? Yeah, Grandpa. And then he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's, I said, what's the matter? I thought you liked spicy stuff. I did, but I swallowed it wrong. Swallowed it wrong. It's like, when you eat the chip, you don't, you're not supposed to go, <gasps> and breathe in like that, because that'll make you cough and gag. You know, oh, yeah, just like if you eat pizza and you put Parmesan cheese on it, if you breathe in when you're getting ready to take a bite, uh, that'll choke you, too. <laughs> Okay, now I'm ready. Holidays. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. Today was kind of coming full circle because being Tuesday, November the 2nd, I'll go ahead and review what we read last week. Uh, It is All Souls Day, uh, the Day of the Dead. Election Day. I know right today, as even as they're speaking, they're trying to figure out who's going to be the next governor of Virginia, hmm. which will be interesting, even though we don't live there, because uh, apparently it's supposed to set a a political climate for the upcoming year. But we'll see. Hmm. Um, it is Melbourne Cup Day, which I still don't know what that is. Some kind of a sports day. It is National Doubled Egg Day. I like Plan, doubled egg. Yeah. Plan your epitaph day. <laughs> when you want to die, what do you want that tombstone to say? Go pee somewhere else, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's all of today. Uh, November 3rd, Wednesday. National Stress Awareness Day. So if you're stressed from having to plan your epitaph or vote, this is the day to be stressed. But, you know, it's National Sandwich Day, so you can always, you know, have a good sandwich and relieve some of that stress. Yeah. It is National Housewife Day. Yay! Woo-woo! Okay. There you go, Jill. (laughs) You need to make sure that one gets celebrated. National Housewife Day. National Homemaker Day, which sounds kind of like the same thing. Right. Not, not quite the same because a homemaker could be somebody who comes in like a maid or something or a caregiver of some kind. It is Japanese Culture Day. Huh. So if you know any cultured Japanese, it's their day. <laughs> no, I guess it just means to be aware of their uh, society and history and culture i don't think i know a single japanese person i do Uh, i've I've known a few um i've been to japan it's a nice country it's expensive to live especially in tokyo Mm. aka barokyo as we used to call it (laughs) but that's all that day Uh, november 4th thursday international stout day no, that's I, 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 
I don't have any notes. I don't know if it means stout like the beer or stout like being kind of chubby. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's Rex Stout, the author of, I think, Nero Wolf books. But it's National Stout Day. It's National Candy Day. I guess by November 4th, you've depleted your Halloween candy, so it's time to go out and buy some. More, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. National Chicken Ladies Day. I thought chickens were lady, lady chickens, lady hens, whatever. Males are roosters and females are chickens. Right. I don't even know what that would chicken mean. <laughs> ladies. Huh. Chicken. Oh, lady. My voice keeps putting an S at the end, but it's L A D Y. Chicken lady. Maybe it's like chicken man's wife. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> chicken this lady. Is chicken man. <laughs> She's everywhere. She's, <laughs> she's she's the domestic goddess cleaning the house the day before. <laughs> it is user common sense day, so of course uh, that's not what Chicken Lady Day is. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess user common sense ought to be election day. Uh, but apparently this is like regret and common sense. <laughs> okay, here's another weird weird sounding one. D-I-W-A-L-I, Diwali Day. Diwali. Diwali. Do not know. Diwali. Huh. I'm almost afraid to ask if retrobots do. Oh no, here it comes. It's the Christmas equivalent for Hindus. Diwali is the most important holiday in India. That's nice, David. It's five days of celebrating the Festival of Lights. Wait. I thought the Festival of Lights was a Jewish holiday. No, you're thinking of Hanukkah, and that's eight nights. Oh, I see, not five. But if you're wondering about the true history of Hindu Diwali Day, I've got you covered, Kali. Actually, no, I wasn't wondering at all. Here's everything you need to know about Diwali. You've already told us all we care to know. Back to you, Keith. The history of Diwali is... <laughs> I said that's enough. Now back to our human hosts. Take it away, Keith, please. <clears throat> it's probably an Australian thing. But moving on to uh, November 5th, Friday. National Jersey Friday. I haven't got a clue. Do you wear your jersey only on Friday? Your jersey only, on, yep. Or do you wear your jersey on that says Friday on it? Um is this like a New Jersey thing for on Friday? <laughs> I, I do not know. Maybe it's a New York thing. National Love Your Red Hair Day. <laughs> so I guess if you have don't have red hair, it's not your day. Hey, love, if you're bald, you can color your head any color you want. <laughs> I guess. Love your red hair. Your red head. <laughs> National Redhead Day, which sounds like the same thing to me. Love Your Lawyer Day. I think somebody may have to There are some people who might want to be loving their lawyer. It is bonfire night, so maybe if you don't love your lawyer. <laughs> bonfire. Take him to the bonfire and push him on in. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but I think that has to do with some kind of a British thing. I, I, Burn the witches. Burn the witches. I mean, lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's Fountain Pen Day. I guess that was with Lawyer Day. American Football Day, as opposed to other, you know, like soccer, you know, other football, foosball. That's every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday's got a lot of football. Well, that's Friday, actually. No, uh, Saturday, no. November Friday 6th. High school. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Uh, well, yeah, Friday is generally the night for high school football. Saturday is generally the day for college, and Sunday is generally the day for, for pro. And then you have Monday night football, which is an animal unto itself. And then they have Thursday night football. Um, but November 6th, Saturday, Sunday night. National Team Manager Day. So if you're a football team and you're the manager, that's your day. National Bison Day. Bison. So if you're a buffalo and, and your kid see goes you later, son. School, I was bye. thinking bye, son. <laughs> bye, son. See you later. Uh, bye, son. <laughs> it's National Saxophone Day for all of you saxophone players. I don't know why it's that day. Maybe it's a day that's invented. Maybe saxophone players out there can tell us. Send us an email. You know what to do. Somebody bent their clarinet. It is National Nachos Day. I thought we had Nachos Day a couple months ago, but it must be so popular they're having it again. Yeah. November 7th, Sunday. Daylight Savings Day ends. So this is the day you set your clocks back an hour. You fall back and you get an extra hour of sleep in the morning that day. Yep. National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds if Day. You're, if, you're, if your clock won't go backwards, then you got to go ahead 11 hours. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> For those who have digital clocks who don't go backwards, they don't swing that way. Oh, they must be, they must be timophobic. Ah. That's a jail word. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Uh, National Bitter Sweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. That sounds pretty Uh-oh. specific to me. National Cancer Awareness Day. National Canine Lympho- Lymphoma Awareness Day. Oh so whether God. you Making have cancer history. or your dog does, it's that day. <laughs> it is Notary Public Day. So if you think you get no respect as a lowly old notary public. This is your day to go out public. there and celebrate. Go out there and notarize stuff willy-nilly. <laughs> uh, it is zero tasking day. I do not know what that means. Zero you do nothing that day. Zero tasks tasking. will be done today. <laughs> Applying my common sense from common sense day, I would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> And this is Daylight Saving Day, which kind of is the same as the first one that was on the list there. Uh, National Radiologic Technology Week. So all week long is radiologic technology. So I guess anything that has to do with radio frequency, radio TV, any kind of communication over the airwaves day, mm. or week, I mean. Because all week, all week long is Polar Bear Week. Nurse Practitioner Week, National Animal Shelter Appreciation Week, International Games Week, uh oh, Drowsy Driving Prevention Week, 
<laughs> sleep and drive. No sleep, sorry. <laughs> it could be the last nap you ever take. Yeah. Uh, Monday, November 8th. Holy cow. A bet and aid punsters day. Kind of difficult to say, but if you know someone who likes to tell puns, just go along with it. <laughs> just let them have their day. Let it roll off your back. Yeah. Cold, uh, cook something bold and pungent day. Wow, like what a dead skunk. We <laughs> 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 <you> bold and pungent. International tongue twister day. So oh. seashell, seashells by the seashore. Definitely. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. It's Peter and whenever the all that gets your tongue stressed out, it's National Cappuccino Where's the Day. Where's peppers Peter Piper picked? Well, it's National, National Cappuccino Day, so maybe he uh, got tired of picking them and had nice something to drink. Yeah. It is National Dumps. Oh, Dunce Day, like a dunce cap. That's me. It's your day, man. What all that move, cap? It is National Parents as Teacher Day. So take your dunces and teach them at home, I guess. <laughs> it is cool. STEM slash STEAM Day. And I think it's a homeschooling thing. Uh, STEM is an acronym for, I think, science, technology, something in math. English and math. That must be it. But it's a homeschooling thing, so... Maybe. World Orphans Day. Oh, so orphan. I guess if you're an orphan, you you wouldn't be homeschooled because you wouldn't have no um, parents <laughs> to teach you at home. Sorry. And you could be a homeless orphan. Uh -huh. But it, if that bothers you, it could it's be National Harvey Wallbanger Day. Mm -hmm. So you can enjoy a nice uh, Harvey Wallbanger and yeah, not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Global Entrepreneurship Week starts that on Monday. World Kindness Week. Ready. Finally, getting around full circle to November 9th, Tuesday, a week from now. So people who are listening to this can anticipate as we're, we're recording. It's National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Yum. World Freedom Day. Yeah, well, we could use some of that about now. <laughs> National Scrabble Day. Go to an art museum day. My Crochet Awareness Day. Wait, no, that's not it. M-I-C-R-O-T-I-A. Whatever my crochet is, it's some kind of disease, I'm sure. Sounds like it. So it's not my crochet, because then you can just like show off your Afghans and baby booties <laughs> and stuff like that. Something totally different. Yeah. It's Chaos Never Dies Day. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. It's Carl always Sagan crazy Day. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Carl Sagan Day, and that rounds out the week. Wow. So there's some fun holidays, some food holidays, and some plain old, what are you talking about holidays? 
<laughs> Definitely. All kinds of crazy ones. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. All right. So what happens now? And now, into the news. I got this story. And um, did you guys. Uh, uh, raise your hand if you <laughs> if you got toilet paper this holiday season over Halloween. Anybody get toilet paper? Nope. Oh, I, I thought you meant like, like giving a gift. Like someone said, hey, here's a roll of toilet paper in your <laughs> tree. Well, got a bowl this, on it, wrapping paper. This first story here I have might explain why. But, you know, they got all the shipping containers out there floating in the ocean. Well, I guess they unloaded some, and there's a semi in California on Interstate 880 that uh, somehow spilled its load of thousands of rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't TP the trees, they TP'd the highway. <laughs> Aerial footage of helicopter news showed that rolls of toilet paper were scattered over 100 yards all over the highway. Hmm. Major traffic Accidents were, were caused, but there was a lot of skid marks. Good thing they had that toilet paper there. <laughs> skid marks. Hmm. On the road and in the people's cars, too. Grab a roll. Wipe that up. There. So that's my first story there. About <laughs> hundreds of thousands. Well, not hundreds of thousands, but there could have been. Hmm. Yeah. Four packs and eight packs flying everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Well, my first odd story is about a guy that decorated a car. It was a Halloween story like you're talking about. And uh, he decorated it with some fake blood and a sign that said, help me. <laughs> and uh, the people in the neighborhood thought it was a little bit too much and asked too him real. to, uh, to undecorate it. Because they thought somebody was really in there, I guess. Yeah. It was over, over, it was too real, too. Yeah, over realistic. decorating. Yeah. It was in Canada somewhere. I didn't know if they had Halloween in Canada. Terminated. I, I saw that story. Too. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they do. I, if I remember, I looked it up a couple of years back to see what all the hubbub with Halloween is. Of course, it dates back to some ancient Irish thing, blah, blah, blah. But our modern Halloween, I think, started in the, in the late 1800s in Britain. And then it kind of inched over here to America 
just before World War One time frame when they had kids dressing up and giving out candy, it's what it became. But there used to be a lot of pranks tipping uh, over outhouses or moving kind of like April Fool's Day. Way. <laughs> Putting cows on top of people on the school roof or something. Yeah. But teenagers. that's all about that story. If you got one, you can go ahead and take all it away. Right. Well, <laughs> a robber is caught after trying to rob the same bank again. Oh. <laughs> In Fountain Valley, California, a man suspected of robbing a bank was arrested when he returned. To try and rob it the next day. <laughs> it worked once. Uh, maybe I can do this again. <laughs> yeah, he entered the Chase Bank uh, one afternoon. He gave a teller a note demanding money. Uh, he fled with a large <laughs> amount of cash before the officers got there. Uh, the late the next afternoon, they received a Police received a call at the same bank with another robbery in progress. Uh, but this time, the re responding officers got there while the man was still there. And uh, he had prior convictions for robbery. Uh, and he is currently being held uh, in Orange County Jail. That's where he needs to be. <laughs> Yeah, repeat offender and at the same bank. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what if he's got a large amount of money, what did he do with it overnight? I wonder if he's a member of that bank and just felt comfortable there. Yeah. <laughs> that must be it. I like coming back here. You guys are so friendly. You give me so much money. And, and I did all the drugs that I could, that I could do with nine each month. Or not. Who knows? But that's all I got on that story. Goodness. I'm sure Terry's got another. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I have a woman. You do? <laughs> Does you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> let, uh, let me rephrase it. Uh, my next story is about a woman okay. in England who was, this one's might be a little gross if you're eating breakfast or something. You might not want to stop, but a woman in England who was breastfeeding her child decided, huh, I'm going to take my breast milk and she put it in a bucket and she let it curdle and then she turned it into butter and fed it to her husband on toast. Ah. Yum, yum. <laughs> Boob butter, huh? She wanted to call it utter butter. Utter butter. The other utter butter. <laughs> it, it is in a, in a TikTok video somewhere. If you're into TikTok, I have no idea. Look it up on TikTok and you get the uh, story firsthand. And, uh, they, <laughs> they both tasted it and tried it. Um, she didn't like it. Her husband said it wasn't bad needed some more salt <laughs> well you know I, I that's where they get butter from and you know people are are, are mammals milk. too right and they, they say that you know mother's milk is better for baby than any other kind why would of you milk. get why get butter from a cow would you get it from a, a person you know it's like hello 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I what's that saying? Uh, why why get buy a cow when you can get milk from the neighbor's cow? Meaning, you know, why do you get married if you could not if you can sleep around or whatever? But in this case, why get milk from somewhere else when you have the source of milk right here? Right. Uh, I think it's why buy the why why um, you can make some breast milk cheese. What was the first part you said? Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Excuse yeah, me. that's that's what the saying is. Yeah, man. So this is this meaning why you get married when you sleep around is what the saying means. But in this case, you know why why get cow milk if you got I the think, milk right here? I think I hear the aliens attacking here again. Oh no! Here they come again. Look out! I'll get that one. Yeah. That was a close one. Back to you, Keith. You got yeah, another story, yeah. Joe? Yeah, I got another one. Last week I told about the, I think it was last week, the pumpkin that was like 2,500 pounds. Oh, yeah. But it, yeah. it had a crack. Well, somebody in Ireland. They needed some of that toilet paper. Oh, no, Italy. I'm sorry. Italy, this guy had a 25, no, 2,700, two-pound pumpkin. And uh, he got the... It didn't have a crack in it. He got the world's <laughs> records for the biggest pumpkin. But uh, I'm wondering how he got it to this scale where they say he took it to a pumpkin fest and had it weighed. That's a lot of pumpkin to have to I move know, around. That's, that's a, over a ton. Yeah. They must have some kind of special. have to carefully lift it. I wonder if they had some kind of a hoist. Like you know, the pulley system, <laughs> to, like, of some kind, yeah. Hoist it up with a sling or something to swing it over to a truck. Yeah, but that sounds like a really big pumpkin. And right before Thanksgiving, even I wonder how many pumpkin pies they can get out of it. There we go. Where's <laughs> yeah. Martha Stewart when you need her? Uh, <laughs> no, it's in Italy. It yeah, in Italy. That's what I meant to say. Italy. They could probably put a fish net on the ground and then roll it on the net. Have a big crane pick it up in a fish net or something. Right, a bit kind of using a sling and a hoist system. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder too how, how many pumpkin spice lattes you could make out of that. You got to use your you got to use your spice cookies, pumpkin spice, pumpkin bread, pumpkin spice. You name it, they make pumpkin spice everything. Everything, yeah, they make sure do. I even heard ramen Ramen noodles and ravioli were the strange things I heard. Or pumpkin yeah. spice. Yeah, well, we'll have to see if listeners can send us in their favorite pumpkin spice uh, items. Either their favorite they love or their favorite they love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> I like pumpkin, so I'm happy happy with it. I I don't mind pumpkin spice, but, but there are just some things it doesn't belong in. Right. <laughs> Somebody will come up with a pumpkin pizza. Don't you worry. It doesn't oh, belong in Terry's mouth. That's right. Oh, you uh, don't like pumpkin? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Yuck. Mm. Yucky. Wow. My pumpkin's oh, washed. <laughs> well, it is squashed. My, my next story is a body scan reveals a shotgun shell inside of an Alabama prisoner. <laughs> he's, I guess swallowed uh, I hope he swallowed a shotgun shell maybe he put it in some other work <laughs> <laughs> went in one end or the other 
Well, I Decatur, wonder if maybe he got shot before and they just never got the bullet out. Or is it a shotgun, no, shotgun. shotgun used? In Decatur, Alabama, they took x-rays of his abdomen and they found a shotgun shell. Huh. Um, the prisoners well, it didn't routinely, go <laughs> they routinely uh, have to go through a, a, a body scan and in the case of this guy, a 410 shotgun shell, it's kind of a smaller one. It's about the size yeah. of the pinky. It's not like a, a 12 gauge one. So they found that in his, his abdomen. Uh, he was uh, never booked in when medical staff saw that, that he had to go uh, directly to the hospital. Uh, the man uh, who had been arrested was released on his own recognizance. Uh, it's not known what became of the shell and the authorities have not released the name of the man. And I'm not huh. seeing why did they arrest him to begin with, but they do the scans in case there's you know drugs or something lethal that somebody's ingested. Uh, but they don't usually see a shotgun shell, they said. <laughs> yeah, that's different, I'm sure. Usually drugs. Uh, but yeah, they didn't say why they arrested him, but apparently it must have been something minor because they released him under his own recognizance. Huh. I wonder if they better. kept him until he passed that bullet. Maybe they kept extraying Well, they him took him to the hospital. But he was never put in jail. It was, I guess, arrested, taken to jail, scanned, like, oh my gosh, you got a shotgun shell. And it took I him right to the hospital. Pain. I had a pain in my belly. <laughs> I got a shooting pain. <laughs> right here. Tap, tap, tap with the little hammer. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all done. I got it. Yeah. Wow. So who's next? Probably I Carrie. have a story about a woman named Rosemary who lived in Kansas. And she heard a knock at her door. So she grabbed her trick-or-treat bucket of candy, expecting a trick-or-treater. When she opened the door, about 300-pound uh, deer came by her door. Wow, what a cool Halloween costume. <laughs> it knocked her out of the way and came running to her house. We got her candy. Spilled her candy everywhere. And it ran around in the living room, and then it jumped out and went and it busted through the back door. Huh. <laughs> Aped in the woods. And like, it was a, it was a moose on the run. It was being chased by the moose police or something. There's a deer. scared from all oh, the trick-or-treaters okay. trying to hide. A, 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 a buck. Because, see, the original headline was, a buck crashes. I thought it said a bug, a B-U-G, but it was saying B-U-C-K. I said, a bug crashed through a door? It's like, I got to read this story. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's coming up on deer season, so maybe the deer's like, oh, no, the hunters are after me. Uh-huh. you got to hide me. <laughs> hide my lady. Keep your candy. It was. It jumped over her couch and ran around and busted out the back window. Oh, it busted up a bunch of knickknacks on her coffee table, too. Um, Man. Oh, man, they should arrest that deer. Holy cow! <laughs> Table full of deer knickknacks. <laughs> That's about it to that story. So, what's you got anything? 
I don't have any more. Uh, I do have one more here. Uh, and Escape uh, E, age 64, is finally uh, sentenced after 24 years on the run in Sydney. Huh. So he's 64 and he has been on the run for 20 or oh, 29 years. So he, he's like in his 20s. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. been hiding out ever since they finally got him um, what it turns out to be is uh, he was captured because the Sydney lockdowns left him jobless and homeless and he ended up I think turning himself in after nearly 30 years um, he I'm trying to scan through here and see why in the heck he was even wanted in the first place? Uh, in 1992, he was in a he, he had broken out of prison like almost 30 years ago. Um, but it doesn't say he had a oh, growing marijuana. He had a 33 month sentence. And then he broke out of jail, and he's been on the on the run for thirty years almost. And so he's, he's going to be put back in jail to serve out the rest of his thirty three month sentence. <laughs> Should have just stayed there all, all that time ago. Yeah, it's like after, I mean, all this time, it's like, eh, well, slap on the wrist, don't do it anymore. You know? Yeah, he. It's just like one of those petty things. And heck, even these days, marijuana is pretty much legal almost everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're getting it legal in every state just about, or at least uh, medically legal. So the minor charge, minor sentence, on the run for whatever, nearly 30 years. It's like, you know, jobless, homeless, lockdowns. They'll turn myself in. I, I guess maybe he thought if he turned himself in, he can go back to jail and get some free food. There you go. I'm place tired of being homeless. At least there I have a place to sleep. <laughs> yeah, place to sleep. Got free food. Got TV to watch. You can surf the web. <laughs> yep. Heck, you might as well go out and commit another crime. Staying longer. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, lock me down. Lock down anyway. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Where'd Terry go? You still there? I'm here. I got another story. Okay. I have... A wedding in Mexico was interrupted by a bear crashing the wedding. Those pesky bears have headed south of the border. Uh-oh. See what it is? They, those those uh, Mexicans and Guatemalans are coming up to, from the border. So the bears like, I had no, someone go down there and invade Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting ready to and uh, you know, leave out of the church and go outside to the reception. And there was a bear with search scrounging for food, eating up the salmon off of the um, buffet table. Oh, well. Paws on the table, munching away. <laughs> it says the guests grabbed pots and pans and spoons and started clanging them together, making noise, which scared the bear off. Yeah, yep. that, that's probably the best way to do it is make a lot of racket and scare them away. <coughs> yeah, bears eat anything. The wedding. 
bears in anything. Uh, I thought you said they were going heading south of the border a while ago. I didn't catch the wedding part, but yeah. But yeah. Don't clear fish because bears like fish. They'll eat anything, <laughs> but especially salmon or uh, berries and stuff like that. They I really figured like they'd be having some tamales or something like that. Man. Enchilada, but <laughs> yeah, good, good half. That's all the news. I pull up. You don't think a couple tacos? Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that too. <laughs> Enchilada, a fish taco. Well, those are pretty good. Oh, well, um, that would Got be more news, Jill? our news. Nope, I'm done with news. So we roll into our next segment, which would be Jill Smurge. Weird words. words. Weird words. Wow. So quiz oh, us our kids. Our first word is easy. Woo. Our first word is ornery. I thought we had this one before. O-R-N-E-R-Y. I thought we had this one before, but as I recall from your definition, it means mean. But it's, it's missing the H. Yeah. Uh, beginning well, the H is missing. Could be. Could be. <laughs> well, it didn't have an H on this one. I don't know. Ornery. I know that's why they're so ornery. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But but then my <laughs> practical use of that is more like you're just kind of being uh, a little cantankerous, a little bit contentious. Oh, now you're throwing out bigger words. Uh, yeah, but it just means like you said, grumpy and mean. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. often it's, it's like someone has a sense of humor, it just kind of comes across, uh, comes across kind of gruff. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and our next word is scop it. Stop it. Don't do that no more. S C O P P E T. Scop oh, it. Scop it with a C. Or scope scop it. it. Uh, well, scope means like a telescope. You're looking at something. Yeah. Well, you're scoping it out. Woo, look at that. Girl in bikini over there. Well, go for that. Um. Well, it means to ladle or dip something um, out. So to to dish it <laughs> out. Huh? Yeah. One of the O's is missing. Dang it! Uh, it should be scoop it, not scoop it. Scoop it out. <laughs> Somebody scoop it. Maybe they spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, our, next, our next word is zerts. It's X E R T Z. X E R T Z. Yeah. Zerts. Zerts. That would be that would be the last car left at the Hertz rental car. Or, or like those Zerts mints. It's the last mint left on the shelf. The Zert. Or, or, or the next to left because that would that would be with a Z, not X. Sure, Zerts Donut. <laughs> Zerts Donut. <laughs> Zerts Donut. Uh, this word means. It's one of the redneck drink, words. To drink quickly. So I like gulping. Don't insert that down. Don't gulping. Gulping. Instead of don't bogart that joint, it's don't insert down that alcohol. Yeah. <clears throat> Another word is okay. This one didn't make sense to me. It's fleer. F L E E R. Baseball cards. <laughs> you would fleer think baseball that would be cards. To run away quickly, but that's not the answer. I'll A give fleer? you that. Oh, that fleer. That's, uh, Someone who collects fleas. 
I heard, I was listening to the racist note. I heard queer. <laughs> I was like, oh. Fleer, F L E E R. Well, they make Fleer baseball cards. It's a brand name. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Fleer, like someone who like collects fleas, like, you know, someone who collects mm. moths might be a moth or a mother. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, something you eat. I don't know. <laughs> Smirk or laugh means to fleer. Smirk or laugh. I hope people are fleering at us right now. There are too many words in the English language. Too many. There are. There's too many. For everyone that gets added, take out two of them, all right? Until we get out to a manageable number. Holy cow. Our next well, word is our next word is Mungo. M-U-N-G-O. Oh, Mungo, <laughs> isn't that like a, a mongoloid or like a big uh, Asian person or something? <laughs> <laughs> Mungo, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, yeah, it could be that. It's, a, it's the first day of the weekday. Like pig Latin for Monday. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's what it's where, what's where monks go when they're not being monkey. <laughs> I'm a monk. I'm, I'm going to go over there. All right, go over there. Well, this one means a person who extracts things from trash, like a garbage di- a dump- oh, dumpster diver. Is that what you call it? Like them? a monger, like a fish monger sells fish, or a, co- a paper monger deals with paper. So maybe that um, it could be related in that way. A mongo is a a dealer of some kind. Uh, we said trash. So, oh, yeah. I, I think it'd be a trash monger or something. Interesting. You hmm. mongo. I was thinking. So, so basically, you're saying happened. that's another word for the news media. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dealers of <are> trash. <laughs> Politicians. <laughs> it can be used in many ways, I guess. <laughs> Elect me for your mongo. Our next word is mesonoxin. M E S O N O X I A N. Mesonoxin. Mesonox. A whole mess of noxian stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Something is very noxious. It's noxian. It's a whole mess of noxian toxic things. <laughs> Mexican sombrero. They wore sombrero, and the Mexican could not see nothing. Yeah, there we go. It's a sombrero that hides your line of sight. <laughs> I suppose that could go along with it, but it has to do with the time of midnight. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Nox, meaning night, or noxian. Yeah. Meso, meaning middle. Okay. Yeah, pretending to midnight. I was thinking you could have your sombrero on at midnight and not see anything. But yeah, that's what it means. So, so vamp- vampires love to be mesonoxian beings because they can sneak up on you and drink your blood or something. Yeah. This next one I feel like we've had before, but I'm not sure. Brontide. It B- sounds familiar. R-O-N-T-I-D-E. Brontide. Bron-tide. It's like a whole wave of brontosaurus is coming in. Yeah. Like a tidal wave of brontosaurus. 
a tidal wave of Wheaties brand. Yeah, well, <laughs> the tide means like, like maybe an ocean tide or you have like Yule, Yule tide, which means Christmas time. A Band-Aid. Yeah. Something so, to so stop tide, the bleeding. Tide could refer to time, but what does Bron mean? Le- LeBron James. It's LeBron James time. Bronny. Bronny's <laughs> paper towel. A paper towel to clean up the tide of spills. Well, t- tide is also laundry detergent. <laughs> so... Bron might be a teacher. Bron. Like bronze. It's like bronze. It's a bronze laundry detergent. <laughs> this word means a thundering sound. See, I thought we had that word before, but I didn't think that's what it meant. It almost sounds familiar, but when he spelled it, it's like, I'm not sure we had it before. Yeah. Bron. Bron tied. Thundering sound. It still makes no sense. Next word, we got one more here. Exidious, E C D Y S I. I'm so exidious. 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 Well, X, Are you going to exit the city with us? Yeah. Well, X is like exit, <laughs> it means to be outside. So you're outside of Decidious. You're outside of, um, well, Terrence said, you're outside of the city with us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going outside of town, so you come along with us. They're just taking the words and squishing it in the sentence into one word. It means to be in the country. You're, you're not in the city. <laughs> I think maybe it's like an acronym or something. I don't know. It doesn't seem to make sense. <laughs> oh, no. no clues. Well, this word means dun, 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 this word is a stripper. Oh. <laughs> I like stripper. It's a stripper. An ex-decidious. So make sure you have your dollar bills and let's go ex-decidious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word that you tell your wife that you're going to go see because she has no clue what you're talking about. Hey, where are you going tonight? You're going ex-decidious. Take some more ones. Here you go. This more your laundry money. <laughs> That's all I learned so from the week. That's pretty funny. So now, whenever your husband tells you what, what he's going to see the extra city of Jill, you can slap him in the face. Yeah. How do you know that? Like, what did he? I didn't know. <laughs> Good thing you don't take a roll of quarters to put them in the slot. Uh, I had to get back change or something. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to move on to Terry's top Woo, 10. Top 10. <laughs> top 10. I was running out of stuff and I found a new place to get things, but I have a top 10 list today, a leftover from a couple of days ago. Uh, Halloween time, but since it's the day of the dead and the day after the dead, mm-hmm. my top 10 list is top 10 things not to do in a scary movie. Um, number 10, don't build your house on an Indian burial ground. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> And never ends up well. Nope. Number nine, 
never run up the stairs instead of going out the front door. <laughs> I always yeah. wonder about that. Everybody always runs up the steps like they're going to get away upstairs. Got to go up higher to get away from the monsters. Don't just casually stroll away. Run. <laughs> Oops. I think it would leave. Yeah. Get out. Okay. <laughs> Don't buy oh, one outdoors, not upstairs. <laughs> Don't buy a house. Don't buy a house from people who have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, well, I guess he wouldn't have to pay under a mortgage in if they disappeared before he paid him. <laughs> They were to go. I had the money right here. <laughs> Three hours. Number, <laughs> number six, don't ever lean really, really close to someone you think is dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll reach up and grab you. <laughs> You're like leaning over the coffin. I'm going to hug you, Grandma. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> they aren't. <laughs> so, hmm. And number five, Promising that you'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. You will. I'll be right back. I'll be back. <laughs> Number four of things you don't want to do in a scary movie. Do not hang out with kids who say that they can see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> because you might just be one. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Do not, number three, do not trust any clowns that live in sewer. <laughs> or, or any other thing that lives in the sewer. Especially if they offer you balloons. <laughs> Red balloons. Number two, <laughs> uh, never say anything three times in a mirror. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, we don't do it, but. Number one, you should never ever do is the number one thing you should never ever do in a scary movie is reading incantations from ancient books you find in ancient cabins in the woods. <laughs> yeah. What does this mean? Alrighty. Assuming you can pronounce it, who speaks ancient rune these days? <laughs> I think, I think that's in like reference to the Army of Darkness movies, whatever. But they have yeah. the, the dead thing, like in the Mummy movie too. You know, it's the Book of the Dead. Uh, let's read it. No, <laughs> don't read that. And, and sometimes walking across someone's grave might make a hand come out and grab you by the ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, if you, uh, well, never mind. I'm not going to tell you. Or, or leaning over the edge of a boat in the middle of a pond might make somebody come reach your hand out and grab your hand, pull you. Mm. Grab your hand, pull you. In. Shark will get you. That's all I got for my top ten. Oh, well. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. 
I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L dot com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. Then we move into our anchor topic. Now we come full circle to our, I call it a general topic, general area. <laughs> it's the, the topic of getting initial help in the VA world that means seeing the vest, and civilian world that means finding your Bureau of Blind Services or whatever your state may call it. So it's kind of a catch all topic. I know, Jill, did you say you had some topics you wouldn't talk about? A book or something? Well, I, uh, let me think of the name of the book. I got to see it's on my Victor reader here. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but being a, a general, we'll, we'll consider a catch-all topic. We'll let you uh, name whatever you want from that book you was talking about. Yeah. Think about it. Wait back to it. <laughs> if you can't find it, how about this? What to do when you first meet a blind person? Are you blind? You walk up to them and you grab them and you help them across the street <laughs> <laughs> by pushing them in front of you. Well, I've encountered that before. I said, you know, I was on the bus and you know, I hear tapity tap, tapity tap, tapity tap, tapity tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, are you blind? And they're like, yes, I am blind. I go, well, you're using your bad cane techniques there. <laughs> yeah. Are you, I'm blind as well. You know, and it's like, that's not the proper usage of your cane. And have you, have you had any training? No. And I'm like, do you know where to go to get training? No. Are you a veteran? No. Okay. Well, I can help you say yes to some of those. <laughs> yeah. So when I was talking about, you know, going to the first step is to go to your local Department of Human Services, DHS. They should have one in every county. You know, yeah. that's the public aid office, the food stamp office. They should be able to put you in touch with blind services. I used to have a booklet uh, called what, what to do when you meet a blind person. It wasn't a very long booklet, maybe a dozen pages or so. Uh, and I think I got it offline from either the ACB or uh, some group like that. And it was using really, that in reference of if you were blind as well. But it was a different approach if a sighted person approached a blind person, sure. And, but the booklet gave some, some, a couple of key things about, you know, not to talk loud to them. They're blind, they're not deaf. Uh, not to be too patronizing you always ask do you need help before you actually assume 
and try to direct them in some way. Uh, it gave a couple tips on being a sighted guide, like you let the person grab you by the elbow, or if you're short, they can put a hand on your shoulder. Uh, and then as you walk, it's good to say stuff like, we're approaching the stairs that go up, or we're approaching the stairs that go down. Uh, we're approaching the stairs and there's no handrail, or there is a handrail uh, towards your right. Uh, and then as soon as you take the step, uh, the person can feel your arm going you know, down or up. So even if you forgot, uh, the, the blind person could, should be clued in on that uh, and they could you know, appropriately follow. But I'll tell First, you, it really is helpful at least to know, is there a handrail? Because there's, there's times I might not use it, but anymore these days, like if there's a handrail, yeah, it does help. When I like to go... Or as they say, if you're walking with a sighted guide and they're, okay, there's a staircase coming up ahead. And then my next question to them is, are you blonde? Why? <laughs> it goes along with the whole blonde jokes. And oh. stuff. Well, my, <laughs> my big thing when it comes to a staircase is, to me, it's nice to know, does it go up or down? Because if I think, it goes oh, both ways. And I... <laughs> And I take a step up and I have my feet about eight inches off the ground and the step is about 12 inches below my foot because it actually goes down. Then it's easy to go ah, and your momentum carry you forward as you tumble down the steps. So it's nice to know are they up or down. But or, if you have a cane with you, you would know that even with the sighted guide because your cane would either hit the steps or it would go down. What's really bad is, is you know, sometimes they're not all the same. You know, like we're walking along, my wife's like, okay, well, there's a step up up ahead. Okay, nope. Step. And it's okay. just like a little one inch rise on the curve. <laughs> like, Where's the step at? We, we were no, this was like, this was like 12 <laughs> inches high. This is like, wow. inches. <clears throat> like, oh my God, where's the step at? <laughs> How high do I got to go? Is this How if I just sit on it and spin around? Yeah, it's almost as high up to step up, like you're stepping up on the, the seat of a chair. You know, yeah. what the heck is this? This is this, the first step is a doozy. You know, yeah. remember but, but, walking out when we were getting our dogs in San Francisco? <laughs> there were some curbs that were real tall curbs because San Francisco's got all the hills, and so sometimes right. the curb was yeah. a big tall. And my dog kind of looked down and kind of did this, do I want to go or not? It's an awful big step. Right. And I was like, wow, that must be, a I'm expecting a big tall, and it might have been about a foot They tall, have larger, larger curbs because that helps stop any vehicles. But, but being a sighted guide, you know, when you meet a black person, <clears throat> you don't have to like, oh my gosh, what do I do? But it, it is helpful, like you said, to uh, with the steps up or down, or is it a tall step, or is it like a little inch, little bump, or a little curb, or something is? Because otherwise, you're like stepping up high. It's like, wh where's the step? <laughs> that happens to be more than the other way around. Yeah. And the other thing is, is if you're just, you're just walking, and suddenly, let's say, uh, the sidewalk ends, or you're walking along, it's like, you know, we got, we're at point A. We could either walk about 50 more steps forward and then 
turn left and go, or you can, we can cut across the grass and just get there. Uh, and you just turn and start walking. And now suddenly to the blind person, it's like, what up to the sidewalk? And you're like, you know, wobbly ground. It, it's nice to say, hey, do you mind if I take a shortcut? Or the sidewalk runs out here. So be, be prepared for grass or gravel or wood chips or give the blind person a clue that suddenly you're no longer on pavement anymore. Yeah. Not that the blind person wouldn't figure it out after a step or two, but it's, you know, you can see it coming. The blind person can't. And it's like, well, what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to walk in sand. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it being so hard when we were younger and we could see, but I noticed that the beach this last summer, I didn't even want to get in the sand. We went down to the lake and trying to come back up. The sand just keeps, yeah, I don't it, know, moving. and <laughs> it, it shifts and it can be hard it to walk does. in. Yeah. Yep. Now, I know uh, when I well, about teenager age or so, walking with our grandma, we we're taken to the store and there was a kind of a thing happen like that where uh, there's a, a really huge, huge water puddle because it rained a lot. And it's like, I did, I did want to walk through the water puddle and to go around it, we had to go like a long way out of the way to get to the store. So I said, hey, let's cut to the grass right here because we'll avoid this huge water puddle. And I, I let my grandma know. And so she was aware. And then, but it still was kind of something of, a, I guess, a surprise to her, how the, the unevenness. And she had to hold of my elbow, but I'll tell you what, she knows how to find pressure points. Sorry, this is just so rough here. And I mean, she would, uh, I mean, in a, in a nice, you know, non-threatening way, if, if she was caught off balance, she, she knew how to squeeze that right above your elbow joint and find that pressure point. Like, you know, I don't like this. Why are we going this way? Yeah. Yeah. Some, some little things like that uh, you know just you don't have to describe every crack in the sidewalk because you know but, but large things like if there's a huge crack or a tree root or <laughs> a curb or a change in the pavement you know going from mm -hmm. pavement to gravel to grass or whatever those, what are you laughing at Terry? because your guide dog would do the same thing when you Guide dog, as you're walking down the sidewalk, if there's too much grass growing in the crack of the sidewalk, your the dog stops and it's like, "What's this? What are we stopping for?" And he reached, "Oh my God, come on forward!" You know, right? But it, it, in a way, it's better to have him do that than to assume that you're not going to trip on it because some people do trip on little stuff like. That. And then you go a few more feet, he stops again, and he reach out, and there's a tree. And the roots are growing and, and the sidewalk is uneven. You know, again, the dog stops doing his job. I say, oh, my God, come on. We're going to be late. <laughs> right. And, 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 and if it's something that's not that important, like, say, the, the grass going across, you kind of pat him and say, good boy, and keep on going. Whenever it comes to the sidewalk, well, maybe that's something you would want to know about because then, then you stop, you praise him, you, and you let, let him know that this is a really good thing. Because that way he knows, well, I, I can bypass the strip of grass, but the other one, the sidewalk is messy like that, then this is a good place to stop. And, and so that's how you can get your guide dog to know this is where I, I need, you need to let me know something bad. Yeah. Or low-hanging branch the same way. You, you, you stop, and you don't 
you could give him a mild correction, but then you praise him and say, good boy for stopping me or something. You know? And I had, like most of the dogs anymore, <coughs> our Labrador tree, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> our Labrador retrievers. And like you're saying with the big mud puddle, I was walking through Alton when I lived up there and it was all flooded from the intersection. The whole intersection was flooded. And we're walking along. I said, he stopped. We're at the corner. I go forward and he just stood there and like, oh. there's water everywhere. What he doing? wouldn't go. And he started to go to the left because he used his brain power and, his, and the doggy common sense. And he was going to the left. I go, what are you doing? And I said, forward. And he wouldn't do it. And so I kind of right. made him go. And I stepped and went splash. And I was like, oh, man. And he it, didn't want to get his feet wet. <laughs> right. Well, he, but then he goes, but sometimes okay, you fine. have to just do that because the dog is doing his job by intelligently disobeying. Mm -hmm. right. And sometimes then he goes, you just so have I to stepped get your off foot of the curb into the realize. water. Splash! He goes, "Oh, okay. So you want to get wet? Okay, fine. Splash! 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll get you wet. Then fine. <laughs> and, 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 or, or you could have went, went the way you was trying to lead. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. He was going to take me the the way the other way. You know, and I didn't realize that. Now on the way back, he did the same thing, and I let him do it that time. You know, we went around it, but right. I'll show you. You want to get your feet wet? Fine. <laughs> And that's something you have to deal with on the spot is if you do that, the dog may say, fine, let's splash. Or you could have went ahead and say, okay, fine, let's go pointing the way that he was heading. So go ahead and go around. And then maybe he would do that. But that's one of those in the moment things to right. do one or the other. And then some dogs are like, hey, fine, he, he lets go to puddles. I'll have to go to all the puddles in. <laughs> Here's a puddle. There's a puddle. I won't even stop anymore. <laughs> but some, some every dog is different you know you just have to work with their temperament on that yeah but yeah those are some kind of some basic things on what to do when you meet a blind person and, and you don't just run up and grab and you don't patronize and you don't try to help you always ask first because maybe the blind person doesn't need help or they don't need the help that you want to give like grabbing by the arm and shoving across the street because I've had to happen, or people try to make it happen. It's like, I'll take you across the road. It's like, okay, which way? Over here. It's like, I'm not going that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a right-hand turn here. I don't need to go straight. Oh, oh. You just have to, you always need, need to ask. Yeah, the person may need help. They may need to cross the road, but they may not need to go the way you're going. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's just some basics, some generalities, and maybe we can put Jill on the spot next time. Next time, I, yeah. I forget. I think it's going to be O&M for next time. Mm, okay. Um, so that means we're down to emails. Any mail come here addressed to me? And I do have. Oh, you know what? I had an email. I didn't. I was going to read it earlier, and I forgot. Because uh, it was actually an email sent in from a listener. So now I got to find my email and I can read it. I can tell a joke, but you're looking for it. Okay. 
What is your joke? Tell us, tell us. Yeah. There was a, a, a Catholic priest and a minister and a Jewish rabbi. <coughs> and they were in the, in the building and they had a big, huge donation box stuffed full of money. Money was overflowing. And the Catholic priest said, I think what we should do to divide up the money is I'll draw a line on the floor and then we'll uh, toss the money up in the air and whatever lands on the left, we'll keep it. And whatever lands on the right, we'll give it to God. And then the other minister says, well, no, let's draw a circle in the floor and we'll throw the money up and whatever lands in the circle, we'll give to God and whatever's outside the circle, we'll keep. And the Jewish guy says, come outside. I want to show you something. So they all go outside and he says, what we should do is throw the money up in the air and whatever God grabs, he gets to keep. And what hits the ground, we get to keep. <laughs> yeah, how practical. <laughs> well, I, here's a letter I was looking for. This was sent in by a listener. It says, hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Uh, the scariest thing ever happened to me after returning home after a night of trick-or-treating. Upon arriving home, it happened. I opened my trick-or-treat bag to check out my loot. I looked down into my bag of goodies, and you won't believe what was in my bag. Oh. I looked in my bag and saw a big hole. All that worked for nothing. Not a single piece of candy was left for me. Although it makes me cry, I hope it makes it on the show. <laughs> Sent in by Devastated Halloweener. Oh. Halloweener. Savage <laughs> Patch, California. He actually didn't say where he's from. I added that last part. Uh, but I know who it's a he because I know who sent the email in. Um, I do have another email. I got to find that one. It's called, uh, oh, it starts out Hi, Jill, Terry, and Keith. This is a story about how charity begins at home. Members in my Methodist community church or women's church circle where I used to live in Wisconsin some years ago were disturbed because a widowed church member and her three small daughters were staying away from services. Finding the reason to be a lack of suitable clothes the ladies group corrected the situation in a generous manner. Uh, they collected clothes to donate to the family. Some time went by and when the little girls still failed to appear at Sunday school, uh, I and some of the ladies called to inquire about what was going on. The mother thanked us sweetly for the clothes we had donated to them and they, uh, told us the girls look so nice in those beautiful clothes I sent them to the Presbyterian church <laughs> yeah I don't know if that means to 
hit up them for more clothes or because they look too good to go to the Methodist church. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sent in from Marjorie Forrester from, uh, oh, come on, there's a town, Booger Town, Wisconsin. <laughs> Booger Town. Boogie Town. Oh, I'm sorry, North Carolina. She said she used to live in Wisconsin. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So that's the email. I should have another one, but I'll save it for next week. Uh, so we're down to our final thoughts. Yeah. I have yeah. a, a, residual, a residual one from Halloween. Why didn't the skeleton climb the mountain? He didn't have the guts. <laughs> I have a final thought. Where do candy bars go when they expire? To the sweet by and by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All men are the same. They just have different faces so you can tell them apart. Yeah. That's how it works. Sure. <laughs> well, how many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Have you ever wondered where the T-Rex got his groceries from the dino store <laughs> don't imagine you can ever change a man unless he's in diapers <laughs> yeah yeah my father man jokes this time <laughs> i do this week we're bashing men <laughs> Well, hopefully, I won't have the need for wearing man diapers. So, so I, I guess I'll never change. <laughs> Amazon of the day. Do infants enjoy infancy as much as adults enjoy adultery? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we should hope so, or maybe not. I don't know. Well, that should go. Do you have any more, Joe? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I do have, I think, one more here. Uh, I, I, I was going to have a joke about chemistry, but I, I don't think I'll get a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reaction. <laughs> if you ate pasta and you ate anti-pasta, would you still be hungry? Yeah. Or maybe there's no calories. <laughs> they balance calories out. Uh, I, actually, I, I guess I do have, have an extra one here. Uh, when you open a brand new bag of cotton balls, is the top one meant to be thrown away? Like a bottle of pills, cotton ball top? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more. Um, final thought it wasn't the apple in the garden of Eden it wasn't the apple that was bad it was the pear on the ground 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, I guess that uh, takes us to our final ending here, where there's nothing more to say other than thanks for listening. This is your host signing off. We need more listeners. Come on, people. Come on, give it to us. Give it to us. Yeah, well, That's we, it. They were funny. We've been pretty and, stable with our downloads lately, but hey, we, we like to get more people listening. Get to, some more. Uh, what, so, we can start a, so we can start a Patreon page. Woo-hoo. Yeah, there we go. We can start a Patreon page. If we had uh, a little more input, we'd like love that if you have a funny story about the uh, November holidays, about uh, kids who like regular nuts. <laughs> <laughs> tune in tune in next week when I have a top ten list of ten reasons why it's good that I can't smell. <laughs> From COVID, huh? You had the COVID no spelling uh, syndrome. Well that's just the list of the name of the list. Yeah. Ten reasons and things like good reasons why I can't smell See, it. There's lots of good reasons to keep on tuning in. Tell a friend about us. Help them find us on most directories that are out there from Apple or Google or wherever you happen to find us, help them find us too. Leave us a comment and all like that. So this is how we end Good up. thing we didn't talk about old Halloween costumes. <laughs> uh-oh. That sounds like that could uh, be interesting. If anyone wants to find out more about that, email us. And, and oh, ask. I forgot about that. We were talking about that. <laughs> I'm glad you forgot about it. Forgot. All right. So it sounds like something that's not family friendly. So <laughs> if you want to find out, we can do a Patreon only not family friendly episode. <laughs> so let us know what you want to do. We won't Soon do as soon as we hit the stop button, no feedback. <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com